Hey, plumbing bros, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber here, and welcome to episode number four of Potty Talk Live, where I talk with plumbing professionals just like you all over this big, beautiful world of ours. In this episode, I speak with Troy Winkle, the owner of Drain Busters in Las Vegas, Nevada. Troy dropped some big nuggets of gold for the plumbing brotherhood. Be sure to check it out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Potty Talk Live, my fellow plumbing bros. Hey, we had a little technical difficulty here on my end earlier, but we got our act together and we are here. So, hey, looking forward to spending some time with everyone here. And uh, I'm Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber, and your host of Potty Talk Live, where we uh, take it into the trenches and the crawl spaces and kitchens and bathrooms and utility rooms around the world to talk to real men, plumbing men, and uh, to get their uh, nuggets of gold on how they, uh, how they uh, do their plumbing and run their business and so forth. So I'm looking forward to today. Um, been having some uh, messages back and forth with this guy and looking forward to talking with him. Today we have Mr. Troy Winkle of Las Vegas, the owner of Drain Busters on with us today here. How you doing, Troy? Hey, it's a great day. It's like uh, the sun's shining and it's a cold 60 degrees here. In Las Vegas. That is I'm freezing. <laughs> oh man, it's great to it's great to have you on. So thank hey, you. Good to be here. Hey, it was fun talking with you here before we uh, before we went live here and, and telling me a little bit about your background and all. Hey, would you mind sharing some of that? I think a sure. lot of people are that. Sure. It probably happens to a lot, I would assume. Uh, so, uh, you know, I was about 19. I'm 51 now. And uh, I, I didn't have any direction in my life. I didn't know where I was going. Uh, high school dropout. And uh, I say that because it just goes to show me, not anybody else, just me, that I could do it anyway. Because I was a high school dropout, it didn't mean I was dumb. I had some problems. But I saw an ad one day for drain cleaning and uh, said you could make up to 35000 a year. And I thought, wow, that, that would wow. be great. That would be good. You know, I could, I, could, I could pay for things. And so I got the job there, and uh, I fell in love with it. And I got, I got to be real good, and I learned how to sell myself and my services because they wouldn't train me. I figured it out, a way to make great money. And I about doubled that. Uh, I was making about 60000 and um And then I'm one of the fortunate ones because uh, I fell in love with it and I had a passion for it. And I, I found that I really love helping people. I love to just serve others. And I found that when I do that, I make, actually make more money. And, uh, and I was lucky, lucky enough to go to work for a plumbing repair company as their drain cleaner and was able to start my way into plumbing. And here we are so many years later and uh, plumbing contractor for 16 years here in Las Vegas. So... Yeah, it saved my life. It's the best thing that ever happened to me other than my wife and my kids. So um, very, very, very good to too, right? Well, yeah. Good career. You know, I, I live in a good neighborhood uh, around other people who are not plumbers, who are professionals. And, uh, you know, I've got a nice house and it's done well for me. I got a few other houses and, you know, with some investments. That's what plumbing has done for me. It's allowed me to pay for my kids' college. Uh, take wonderful vacations and have a good savings account and, and just not worry and stress about where the money's coming from. It's a wonderful feeling. Right. Well, it's been good. You know, I, I've loved it. That's what we try to get it, get out. You know, I think we were talking about it before the show that, uh, 
know, letting these young guys know, man, it can, it can be a great living, more than just getting by, right? Oh, yeah. they can make more money than, than they know. Right. If somebody's not in it, and, and many of these plumbers who are in it, they don't even know how much money they can make. <laughs> That's right. Well, tell me, um, you were talking about you've done a few different things, you know, drain and uh, okay. the service. So what, what is your expertise? What's your favorite, you know, what, what's your favorite plumbing thing to do? My favorite plumbing thing is drain cleaning. I think it's because uh, I started with that and I became, you know, I would consider master level. And uh, so I can walk in, whether it's an industrial complex or a commercial or a residential, I, I can walk in there and have confidence. Uh, I can do plumbing too, but... I, for me and just myself, I like the efficiency of, of running drains. We're getting in and getting out. And yeah, I like plumbing repair too, but, but drains is just those where it's at. I love to jet, love yep. to camera. I love to use them in conjunction, things like that. Yeah. All right. And I think too, it's more of a white night thing. You know, you get to you get to walk in and, and take over and take care of it, and they're like, "Wow, you saved us." So I think maybe I have, you know, I love to serve people. And I also, I guess I like to be appreciated for it. And I can, I can, you know, kick butt. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. And then they're grateful and thankful. And I, and I get a good feeling walking away. Well, there you go. Well, um, on that note, what's a, um, you know, what's a favorite story? You know, something, maybe, maybe it's funny or maybe even a scary drain story or. You know, I've got two that stick out right away. Uh, one. Uh, years ago, I uh, was in Salt Lake City at the time, and I worked for ARS, and uh, we yeah. went to work at a woman's rehab uh, about midnight, and we were jetting from the manhole, and I, I was brand new in the business still. I, I didn't really know much, so I didn't know what was going to happen. I was just following directions. We ran it from the manhole up into the building, and every time we passed by a restroom, we created a geyser from the toilet. And now this was midnight. We didn't expect anybody to even be up, but there happened to be a woman on the toilet. <laughs> she okay. got just drenched. Uh, she came out running and yelling at us. And she was just, could you imagine? I, this, I put myself in her position so many times when I think about this, of so just being there, relaxing you tired and <laughs> just <laughs> everywhere, right? And uh, it probably just stunk like crazy. Uh, and um, uh, so that was funny. And then... Um, I guess the most famous thing I ever did was uh, I saved a little kitten that was that was flushed down the toilet, a little six-day-old kitten, and it went all the way through the trap, and it ended up at the bottom of the toilet. And this is an old five-gallon toilet. It was a really old neighborhood. And, and uh, I saved it, and it lived. And uh, believe it or not, it lived. It got stuck at the bottom of the trap where, you know, no water, and it didn't clog. So the water was able to go by. Yeah. And people loved that saving a cat story, and I did it for free. They loved it so much that I got a bunch of press and I ended up on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Cool. Really? Yeah. You can look it up on YouTube if you want. I don't look the same. I, I, look, I look like my son. Okay. <laughs> it was a long, it was 97, so it was a long time ago, 98, I think. Oh, wow. Well, man, that's amazing. Hey. Yeah. Hey, press is good, right? All yeah. right. You, you, it was awesome. Did you, did you see a, a spike in your... Um, in your sales? Yeah. You know what's funny about that is no, I did not. But I was just a one-man little company at the time. And I didn't get a lot, but I did become a, a star uh, in my hometown, Salt Lake City at the time. Cool. I became uh, part of the morning radio show and, and one of the top 40. <laughs> um, they offered me a job. I was up there every day for months. Uh, I was part of the morning crew. 
And uh, they would take me to concerts and introduce me, and I would throw T-shirts out at the crowds and stuff. So I became kind of a hot little number there for you know about a year. The, the kitten drain man. So uh, I had other names they called me too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't go that way. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, okay, we talk after the show. All yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, but what? But had, I never would have got there if it wasn't for plumbing, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's great. It's great. What has you, um, you know, fired up about uh, plumbing and in, in our business, you know, in the future here? Well, something near and dear to my heart. You know, um, I, um, I belonged to the Plumbing, Heating, Cooling Contractors Association for years and worked my way up and became president of the local association. I also sat on the IAPMO board as, a, as a, an alternate. You're not supposed to really do that as a contractor because these are code officials that are on that board. Mm -hmm. But I was an honorary code member, uh, uh, board member, and, and I was very proud of that. And I, I've, um, I've lobbied Congress here, our state Senate. Our, uh, I've lobbied in Washington once, and uh, um, I've testified in front of our Senate and stuff uh, when bills would come up that would affect our business. So the future, honestly, for those that are in it, is very bright. But for the trade itself, we're, we're only about 60% capacity of new people. Or of tradesmen in our in our business, and it's 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 trades wide. You know, electricians, roofers, they're all the same. And uh, I think college has been pushed so much that uh, the trade schools have gone away uh, in 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 the high schools. They don't push people towards the trades anymore. And very sad. It's going to affect our infrastructure. It's going to affect homes and people. And I'm sad about it. And uh, so that that's something that. Uh, you know, recruiting people into the trade is something I, I uh, feel very strongly about. Oh, you're, you're so right. I mean, it's just, there's so much opportunity, you know, and, and that's what the, the Million Dollar Plumber is all about here. Uh, you know, my site and stuff is work, you know, uh, plumbing's been very good to me as provided, I think you mentioned, you know, you have a nice home and it provided me a nice home and raising my family and travel and, and uh, it's been a great life. And when we, you know, we sold the business and, and um, instead of just um, playing golf and moving on down the road or whatever, um, you know, I just really wanted to reach out to the young guys and, and let them know that, man, there's such a great opportunity, you know, and it, it can be. They don't cool. even know. There's such a big opportunity because those of us that are in the trade are going to make a lot of money because it's hard to find someone good. Right. It's hard to find someone who will show up, things like that. And right. you can name your price many of the times. Oh, Exactly. And if you just do a good job, you show up and you do a good job. I mean, people pay for that. And, you know, as we were talking before the show, you know, our jobs aren't going to be taken over by robots anytime That's soon. Right. You know, That's right. yeah. so, we don't, we're, so we don't have to worry about that. And so they, we're needed. And so we're needed until they come up with a, a toilet that can uh, moonbeam that waste somewhere else, uh, like Star Trek. <laughs> right. uh, we're going to need plumbers. Exactly. And you, <laughs> You mentioned, you know, um, you know, being involved in, in going to Washington and, and speaking and, and lobbying, that kind of thing. You know, it, it's so regulated, and so it's going to be around. And they need us to, you know, take care of it. So there's all kinds of opportunities. So Matter of fact, I wouldn't even be surprised if in another 10 or 15 years we see some deregulation because it's making it very difficult uh, to become a contractor. It's getting harder and harder. Yep. And some states are harder than others. And so I would not be surprised if we see some deregulation coming in when someone gets the point that we really need to fix uh, our buildings and our, and our homes. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we go there a little bit. So there we go. Hey, young guys, you young guys that are listening to young guns. Hey, there's all kinds of opportunities, you know, whether um, you're working for someone and, and uh, you're just starting out uh, and wondering if this is for you. Hey, the sky's the limit or you know, do your own thing. Sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. So, hey, let's switch it up, Troy. What's, um, what's a favorite tool or something that you'd recommend? What's, uh, you know, what, what's your favorite tool? You know, I think the mostly most wide, widely used tool is the small channies, uh, and yeah. I got a pair, you know, <laughs> and I lost two, and I've been, you know, without them for a, a week or so, and I, I hated it. I don't yeah. like it, you know, and a lot of guys carry them in their pocket. Yeah, in your back pocket or whatever. Yeah, it's replaced the comb for the plumber, <laughs> and so especially for me. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say you know, but but I love the Jetter. Yeah. I love the Jetter and the camera. I do. I love them. So I build them. I'll build Jetters, yeah, trailer jets and stuff like that. Yeah, I always built my own. And I used to, I used to sell them to other plumbers there for a while. I sold about thirty units or so years ago. Uh, All right. So I love, I love Jetters. That's my favorite piece that's of equipment. Thing. Yeah, you're the green guy, so that, that's your thing. Yep. Yeah. I get it, man. All right. Yeah, and the chant, yeah, the little channel locks. What are they? The little sevens or the little, you know, the little. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I want to call them four sixty. Yeah, your back pocket. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like not even as long as my face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there we yeah. go. All right. I just call them little channies. I don't even remember. You know, some guys know the exact model number. I I don't I don't. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> All right, man. Hey Troy, I take a little break here. I just want to uh, take a moment here to remind my uh, my uh, plumbing bros that uh, mastermind roundtables are now forming. So hey, if you're looking to accelerate uh, your business, plumbing business success, you know, a mastermind group is just a place for you and where you can do that. And literally, uh, you can bypass years of wasted time and money. So um, you know, check out uh, you know, mastermind roundtables uh, to, to learn more. Go to uh, themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash mastermind. That's themilliondollarplumber.com with a forward slash mastermind. All right, Troy. Let's move on here. Hey, you ready for the, the lightning round? We talk about bring it on. <laughs> round? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's bring it on here. I got some questions here for you. Uh-oh. Uh, we said here, just um, I'm going to ask you some either or type questions, and you say the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? So okay. If I, if I say Coke or Pepsi, you say... Okay. <laughs> okay, you're that guest. All right. All right, bring it. Bring it. Okay. It's been that kind of day, right? Yeah. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Right. Copper or CPVC? Copper. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Residential or commercial? Residential. Or that's where the money's at. That's right. Tank or tankless? Uh, it, for me, tank, just because it's a little easier, but uh, I love tankless. Yeah. Okay. Taco Bell or McDonald's? Taco Bell. All right. Running for the border. All right. <laughs> <laughs> crawl space or slab? I crawl spaces. I don't have them here in Vegas, but I like them. Trench or trenchless? Trenchless. Red Bull or coffee? Coffee. Old school. Yep. Solder fittings or shark bites? Huh? <sighs> of course, <laughs> copper fittings. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get hate mail if I said shark bite. <laughs> uh, people only get caught saying shark bite. 
<laughs> All right. Adjustable wrench or channel locks? Channel locks. Yeah, you already answered that one. Yeah. General or rigid? General. Milwaukee or DeWalt? You know, I'm not one of those guys, but if I had to pick, I'd take Milwaukee. PVC or ABS? PVC. Poly or PEX? PEX. Oh. All right, there we go. That's the end of the lightning round. But do have hey. one, uh, one last question for you. That's kind of a serious question and uh, something to pass on um, to others there. What's the, the best advice that you've ever received? Oh, the best advice I've ever received. Well, this isn't the most happiest topic or anything like that, but it, it meant a lot to me and it, and it hit me years later was uh, one of uh, my, my first boss, who was a little bit like a father figure to me, told me one day, hey, it's a, it's a good day when someone's not trying to screw me over. And, and he said it with different words. And I went home at the time and told my wife, I said, man, what a terrible attitude. And he did have a terrible attitude. I happen to have a very positive attitude. But when I was about 45 years old, and I was a larger company and, uh, you know, uh, president of the association and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, I realized that that was true. It kind of dawned on me. I was like, wow, you know what? You really got to protect yourself. And that's what, it, what he really meant. You know, he was always protecting himself. And um, I live in Las Vegas. I'm sure it's like this everywhere else, but Vegas might be a little bit worse. And you really have to learn how to protect yourself. And that's why you need people like you and associations and things like that and mentors because just being able to bypass some of the things that you have to learn the hard way is worth it. I would rather pay you $10,000 than to learn a $10,000 lesson the hard way. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's, that's kind of where I go with that. Well, gang, that's a, that is a true nugget of gold. And, um, you know, I wish I would have listened to some of my older brothers when I was starting out. <laughs> you know, I would have bypassed a lot of uh, heartache and pain, Gosh, yeah. uh, both in my personal life as well as uh, business life. And um, so, yeah. True, it's, true, brother. That's the truth. You know, so it's important to hang together. You know, yeah. We're a brotherhood is the way I look at it. I know you yeah, look at it are. that way, and you're out there trying to help people and find people that you can help them be successful. Uh, the worst thing, you know, during the crash, um, at the time I was vice president of the association here, and uh, I saw a lot of third, fourth generation plumbing companies go out of business, and it was yeah. super, super sad, and, and a lot of people start businesses, and they go under, as we know, the numbers, the percentages are not in their favor, right. and meeting people like you can increase their chances tenfold, if not even more. And it's true. It's so true. Hey, I appreciate the words, and, and that is true. So um, it can be done. We stick together, keep our eyes and ears open, and uh, watch out for one another. Um, you know, we, we all, there, there's a piece in there for, for all of us, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, hey, we're part of a, a proud brotherhood. Um, it's a proud tradition. You know, it's good, honest work. It's not going away. And no. So, no, I feel you want me to walk out the front door and show you my house, a hey, plumber's house? You mind? Yeah. No, you mind? I don't mind. I don't mind. Do it. All right. All right. Here we go. Guys, talking booth for you. So I'll turn the phone around here. This is this is my this is the inside of my house. Oh, yeah, it's kind of kind of pretty, kind of pretty house. Uh, nice. And then uh, outside, 
There we go. We may be losing them here. We get outside of the, of the signal there. Well, we, we may have lost Troy, but you can see his house. We saw him walking out there. You can see, see the entryway there. You know, I think uh, Troy was wanting to show, uh, show us all and show you all that, um, um, you know, plumbing, plumbing can be a great life. You know, I don't think he was wanting to show off um, at all. It's like, uh, hey, for you young guns that are watching, and uh, plumbing uh, can make you more than just a living that can provide you a great life. So um, in case uh, Troy's not going to be back here, I just want to thank Troy um, uh, for uh, spending some time with us. Hey, I hope you you, gave, you guys gave him a good listen. He, he dropped some good uh, nuggets of gold there. And so I'm just very thankful for Troy of... Um, of uh, Las Vegas, owner of Drain Busters there in Las Vegas. Thanks for uh, being on the show and to the rest of you guys here. Hey, I just want to remind you, hey, if you're looking for, um, you know, more customers and to make more money and and just um, to grow your plumbing businesses, you know, I, I want to help you. And I want to help you by um, offering you my uh, free report, the seven must-knows to be a, a million-dollar plumber. We and, and then I discuss some of these things. These, obviously, there's seven things you need to know if, you know if you're looking to get more customers and to make more money to grow your plumbing businesses. It's a free report. Uh, there's no strings attached, no catch, no gimmicks. All right, a free report. Simply type in free report in the comments, and uh, I'll get your free report out to you. All right, so um, do that. I think you'd be glad you did. All right, looks like uh, this is about a wrap for this episode of Potty Talk Live. And um, it's been a good one, and I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, until next time, Lum Life of Champions.